What's going on, crew? Welcome to today's Tick Chiropractic Conversations. It's Trent Scheidecker connecting you to a culture of chiropractic principles, questions, and chiropractors. And today we are going to have an episode on listening in on inside information for pediatric chiropractic assessments. So I am focused on the conversation right now about family chiropractic care and specifically on this episode, pediatric assessments that provide analytical certainty, not just for the chiropractor, but also for the parent's perspective of why they can trust having the chiropractor perform a specific and gentle chiropractic adjustment on either their infants, babies, or children, regardless of the age. And I'm going to use my clinical background on muscle palpation as my analytical assessment for providing chiropractic care as a conversation point for those listening in on this episode and specifically listening in on the inside information that the body can relay to the chiropractor through palpation. It's an amazing process and can be best described in the analogy of blind people learning to read Braille. And this was taught to me by Reggie Gold, and I'm sharing this to you because this is the easiest way I can explain how chiropractors can provide analytical certainty and gentle and specific chiropractic adjustments for all ages and stages of well-being. So when someone that needs to learn Braille begins the learning process, it is a communication between the fingertips and the cortex or your brain on how many bumps they're feeling and then being able to turn those bumps into a language or an art of reading. And chiropractors do the same thing, not specifically with bumps, but information that the body or the spine can relate to us, some of it being bumps and uh, bony pelvic but a lot more from my perspective being tonal and tonal meaning energy within the tissue. And so I use muscle palpation as an analytical indicator, uh, very similar to someone who's blind using a bump as a, uh, a alphabet or a letter and turning that into a word while they're reading across uh, what they're reading. And so let me go a step backwards in how a chiropractor using a tonal assessment can provide very certain information on when and where to facilitate a chiropractic adjustment. So the protection of the neurological system is through osseous structures such as the skull and vertebrae or bones in the in the spine and at a young age this vertebrae or the the bones of the spine are very uh, soft tissue in nature cartilage more or less 
and uh, take resemblance in the lay of an adult spine. But uh, knowing that the cartilage is there to protect the neurological system uh, is part of the understanding that it's all knit together by ligamentous structures and muscles, very small muscles, connecting to the vertebrae within the spine so that the neurological system can be protected. And as a side note, the neurological system is the body's primary tool for coordination and adaptation to everyday stressors and growth and development for the younger the younger age. And so when the neurological system is being utilized on full force every second, every minute, every hour of the day for these children, it's very important for the body to have complete protection and adaptation of that neurological system. And the neurological system is a lot like a wire transmitting information within it, kind of like those old school uh, programs. I forget what they're called, but uh, they they teach little kids the important of uh, the importance of uh, vital information through songs and singing and whatnot. And one of them talked about the neurological system and what the the purpose of that neurological system is within our body. When I ask new clients in my practice, what's the most important uh, organ in your body or what's the most important system that keeps you alive? Nine out of 10 people say the heart, thinking that since the heart's beating and the heart's pumping blood to all parts of the body, that's one of the most important areas that the body needs to take care of. And it is, it is a very important part of the body to take care of, but it's pumping for the neurological system the the brain needs oxygen and so the heart's pumping oxygen and sugar and glucose to the brain because the brain is the first system to develop in your child's body and the last system to stop working before pronounced uh physiologically uh dead so we need to take care of those nerves and the bone and the ligamentous structures and the soft tissue structures are there to protect those nerves. And a chiropractor can palpate the start and end of the muscle or ligamentous tissue on the bones. And so we can read the, the bumps and the starting and the ending points of this tissue to get more inside information on whether or not there's tension or tautness within that tissue. And so within within muscles, within the ligaments, are tiny little muscle spindles and sensory innovators that relay information back to the body that tells the body, hey, this bone is to the, over here to the too far to the left, or this bone is too far up. This hip is too far out and the tissue will inherently pull back on its own accord. And that's called a stretch reflex. And it's very common. You can see reflexes in infants. You can also see a reflex in yourself if you're 
uh, older listening to this. I'm assuming we don't have too many young children listening to this episode. But if you wanted to do a patellar reflex on yourself or someone near you, that is a stretch reflex, a monosynaptic stretch reflex that is uh, taking place between the tissue, ligamentous tissue in your knee and the lower part of your spine. Well, there is stretch reflexes that occur within the small, tiny muscle stabilizers of the spine. And as a chiropractor practicing this technique for over 12 years, I can tell you with a great deal of certainty that you can, or a chiropractor can, easily pick up and be aware of where this stretch reflex is inherently being active or activated due to malposition or loss of juxtaposition from any of those tiny vertebrae or cartilage cartilage type bones in younger kids. And we can analyze that tissue and determine what tissue that specifically is and we can reverse engineer where that bone should not be. Very similar to a blind person reading the letters in in, uh, in bump format and turning that into a word and reading in braille. So we can reverse engineer inside information with tissue and or position of the vertebrae and reverse engineer that into a listing is what the chiropractor calls that. And a listing is, hey, there's stress occurring on this neurological system, either the neural root, the, the nerve root, or inside the central neurological system. Either way, there's stress and the body does not like it. And that survey and evaluation of the musculature can be a phenomenal indicator to say, let's put some gentle and specific force into this tissue so that the body's innate intelligence can turn that force into uh, adaptation. It can turn it into power. We were driving in the car last night home from football practice, and my nine-year-old said, Dad, it's pretty amazing that cars can generate enough power to move. And he said, you know how that works? And I said, well, the heat in the engine creates power and the power gets turned into motion in the tire and the axis. And that's all I know in regards to how an engine gets us from point A to point B. But if we had to use that question from a nine-year-old's perspective and teach the chiropractic adjustment to you in regards to something simple to understand, the transfer of power or the creation of power can occur through heat. Why couldn't a, a specific and gentle force applied to the muscle tissue that's already trying to self-correct a negative situation we call subluxation be turned into a positive, adaptative, constructive adjustment? And it does. And I have seen it nearly one million times in my practice, not all with kids, but of all ages and stages. And so this increased tension is our 
inside information, inside track on whether or not the spine has integrity. So you've heard me talk about this on previous episodes, and I'll say it one more time here. Well, it probably won't be my last time, but tensegrity is defined as tension equals integrity. So the amount of tension in something can create a equal relationship with the amount of integrity. So if we got too much tension, you're going to have a loss of integrity. If you have too little tension, you're going to have a loss of integrity. And so spinal tensegrity is vital to know whether or not the inside tissue is working in a good state, functional state, not dysfunctional state. So I'm going to leave it at that for today's episode on listening in on the inside. But one of the things that anyone listening to this needs to understand is chiropractic adjustments that are specific and applied with the right amount of force for the right amount of age are a great way to promote more self-healing less internal stress on the body, which can produce a higher state of living or a higher quality state of living due to that relationship of the neurological system on the entire body. We chiropractors look at this relationship between the, the nerves and the organs and the tissues and stress in a very holistic manner. Holistic means holism. We look at the body in a state of, hey, if any part of it's not working efficiently, that affects the entire body. And so people that choose to benefit from chiropractic evaluations and adjustments at a young age or families that choose to benefit from chiropractic care on a regular basis tend to look at it in a very proactive way. proactive choice or proactive manner, which means they're doing it so that they can give their body more good to handle all the negative stress and demands that take place on us on a day-to-day basis. So listening in on the inside for what the tissue's telling us is a great analytical way for your chiropractor to determine whether or not you need to be adjusted today. I hope this one opened up your eyes a little bit from seeing and hearing a chiropractor talk through analysis and give you more certainty and confidence and why all ages and stages can benefit from regular chiropractic care. I'm Trent Chattaker. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As B.J. Palmer said, you never know how far-reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, 
we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risks associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk. <music>